Welcome back to another edition of the Meet the Press podcast. I'm Jared McDonald, joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Tyler Dixon. A little bit of a, a slow week on my end, but Tyler, you had some exciting news this week. Um, your retirement from teaching. Did I? Did I? Is that exciting or is that daunting? I don't, I'm don't. i not 100% sure. Um, it can be both. Yeah, I'm hanging up the teaching hat for now. I don't know what the next step is. I I enjoyed my year teaching. I don't I don't want it to sound like teaching was this hellish abyss every day. It wasn't like that. I didn't dread going in every day. Um, I, I just realized I miss writing. I miss journalism. I miss I mean, you're I'm in DM groups with you. We talk about sports all the time. Like we talk about like different sources and and different guys we inter- people we interact with on a daily basis and uh I-, I just realized i missed that a little bit more than i thought i did so yeah I-, I i don't somebody said um my friend mary alice jasper from murray state uh said journalism is like the worst love hate relationship like you while you're in it like you hate it like you complain about it all the time and then you're out of it and you're like Damn, she was good. She was good. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. There are days when I'm just, I'll just scroll through Indeed, see what's out there, and then right, yeah. But at the end of the day, I don't want to do anything except travel and watch football and basketball and talk to cool people. You know, tell yeah. Story. At, at first, in the fall, it was like on Friday nights, I felt like I was missing something. Like I felt like I was supposed to be doing something that I wasn't because just because I've always had to cover football like for i don't know since 2017 i guess every year i'd cover football um so that's was my mindset and then it was yeah i don't have anything to do i can go out i can do stuff and then i realized 30 years old that's not as fun as it used to be and so uh it got to the point where i'm like i'm kind of bored on friday nights and it it did help I did the social media for all of our athletics at our school. That was nice. Uh, that kind of kept me in tune with us a little bit. I was in charge of our streaming for our high school, so that was fun. I could go to bar games and still kind of be in that atmosphere a little bit. I could be a fan, which was weird. I don't know if we've ever talked about actually being a fan because that's something that I know we can't do very often. Um, so having those little tastes, those little teasers were, was nice getting back into the groove. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the the next step is. I I have no idea, and it's kind of daunting. It's kind of scary. Um, yeah, like I'm currently like running through all the projects I can do on my house while I wait for something to happen, or or just see what happens. Basically, you'll get something eventually. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. I'm hoping by Christmas. I'm hoping to have a job by Christmas. It's a long ways away. Half Christmas. You could always do some stringing. That's true. Do some stringing for us. Yeah. I don't know. We could be coworkers, man. Oh, that's what you were hinting at coming there. That's what you were hinting at. Yeah. You just said Kentucky. I didn't know you specifically meant. Bowling Green. That's true. Yeah. 
And I can just sleep on your couch, so I wouldn't have to pay anything. Oh, my couch sucks. So uncomfortable. Okay. I mean, well, you can sleep there, but I haven't. I haven't. We've talked. We haven't talked about this. I have an air mattress in my car now. I, I just leave yeah. it in my Jeep, just in case. You never know. Yeah, that would probably be more comfortable. I've got a rocking chair in my apartment. A nice glider. I live like an old man. Mostly. I was gonna say, you didn't sleep in the recliner at my. Whenever you stayed at my place, did you? You had the couch. Yeah, I crashed on the couch. You had the couch, right? Okay. Um. That's one thing that I that I like. I because I being here is nice because I do have all my stuff here. And if I did leave, if I did something like that, then I'd have to get rid of my stuff. And like this is my furniture. I bought this furniture. That was the most adult I had ever felt in my life up to that point. Was whenever I went and bought a sectional with a chase lounge. And a recliner. That was the most adult I had ever felt. Yeah. I bought Just a because... bookshelf. I bought a Ooh, bookshelf back when I was living one. in Maysville. I didn't have any books to put on it. So oh. it ended up, I had an empty spot on my wall. So I put it up against that to try to make it look more full. But then right. it just ended up being an empty bookshelf right there. It has since filled out a little bit. but So I had this weird... So when I started school, when I started college, I always thought like, I kind of want to stay in academia a little bit. And I thought, I don't have a lot of books. It's not something that I had a lot of. And so now I have kept every textbook I've had from every undergrad and grad level class, along with books I just randomly picked up at yard sale, all these kind of things. Just in case that one day I ever had an office and, you know, every professor office has that bookshelf behind them just so I'd have something to go there. Oh, yeah. I have um, a couple of KPA awards. And back oh, when yeah. everything was, yeah, I've got yeah, those on my bookshelf. And every time during that whole Zoom year where yeah. every interview and press conference and everything was on Zoom, right. I would sit there and let those be over my shoulder to uh brag on myself a little bit it's a little wow. conceited but now you have the world behind or the, the, the united states behind you yeah with my pins in there for the places i've written stories i know well I, i'm excited for the lone episode weirdest place we've ever written stories oh gosh that'll be that'll be interesting that's one of those things you miss too like, I definitely get what you're saying by missing journalism. Right. Because yeah. this is my slow time of the year. You know, football and basketball, yeah. I'm going like every single day. I'm, I'm traveling around, watching games, going to practices or whatever. And this time of year, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to take a break from the sports. And then, like, this week, I find myself sitting around watching a football show on Netflix. Right. So it's, it, it's like, even when I get away, I don't get away. Yeah. I. I'm also watching a football show on Netflix, but it's one I've watched before. You're watching, what are you watching? All American. It's a, a CW All show. Um, it's pretty popular, but I know I for know, the I record, from the very beginning, I thought it was kind of cheesy, but I keep watching it anyway. For the record, when you asked me about All American and I said the one with Tay Diggs, you know who Tay Diggs is? Is he the coach? Yes. 
Okay. Yeah. Hey, Diggs, man. Come on, dude. No, I, I, I answered. I think I said it's the one with Spencer, Mother F, and James. Yeah. I don't think Ooh, you said F in, though. I think you. Yeah. Spelled but it this out. is a family friendly podcast. That's oh. true. I've never hit the this is not for children checkbox on our whenever I post this every week. I didn't. I didn't know that was an option. I've never but, told you it was just because I didn't, yeah, I didn't no, know what you would do. Okay. So I do have some issues with that show. Overall, it's, it's entertaining. It's kept me engaged, but like the first episode of the new season that they put on Netflix, I think it's season four, they're playing in a state championship game. It's okay. California. It's based in California. There's nobody in the stands watching the game. Really? It's just an empty stadium. Well, is this supposed and to be during the COVID year? I don't know, but still. I don't think so. Did I but, just spoil it for you? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Oh. Probably not. Because I'm further than you. I Yeah, I remember. He's, I he's think also I... like been an All-American since like his sophomore year, and he has one offer, and it's from Toledo State, which yeah, is a made-up like, school in Ohio. I've, I love, love made-up universities and shows. I'm watching Friday Night Lights currently. Oh. Where oh, what's the one in there? TMU is huge. Texas oh. Methodist is huge. Um, what what are some other ones? San Antonio State, where Riggins was going to go. Um, yeah, there's some good ones. I just got the Mike Leach part. Mike Leach was, oh. just did his cameo. Who, for those of you who don't know who Mike Leach is, I I have a tweet maybe like five years ago that says we need Mike Leach in the SEC. And then whenever he came to the SEC, I was so excited because swing your sword, man, swing your sword. That's his thing. He's, he's a hoot. I do love Friday night lights though. That's one of the, it's so good. So good. You know, with coach Taylor, um, you know, Mrs. Coach Taylor, coach Taylor, yeah, Connie Britton. Yeah, you know, you got Jason Street, Riggins. Man, that's a that's just a classic show. Matt Saracen. Do you think you look like Matt Saracen? Do I think you look like Matt Saracen? No, do I think you look like Matt Saracen? I don't think so. Okay, maybe not. I'll have to look this up a little bit more. But yeah, it's a great show. It's a great show. Just because I mean the movie Friday Night Lights is obviously great. But the show, I feel like, kind of like harps on those high school things a little bit more because it's supposed to, basically. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I like it. Like, have you ever seen One Tree Hill? No. Oh, dude, One Tree Hill's so good. Okay, so I say that now I'm watching a sports show. I don't watch a lot of sports movies and sports shows because I think for the most part they're a little bit cheesy. Yeah. Like, people always judge me when I say that I've never seen Space Jam. Yeah, I've never seen Rocky. I've never really seen Rocky. Okay, so... Field of Dreams. I love Field of Dreams. I'm going to show you one of the most random pieces of sports memorabilia that I have. Are you ready? Yes. It is a Space Jam soundtrack on cassette. 
I like how you just had that sitting there. We didn't talk about this before. I know it's amazing because I found it the other day because I was going through some boxes and yeah. Oh man, I have that. Back- but also, bullshit. You've got to see Space Jam. This is ridiculous. I've, You've got I've to see never Space seen Jam. it. Yeah. Are, are are you are you picketing at this point? Like, are you boycotting at I this just point? Have, I have no desire to. It seems Dude, it's so good, I, man. I don't watch a lot of movies in the first place. It's got Bill Murray. It's got Muggsy Bowes. It's got it's got Larry Johnson. It's got Michael um Vladi Diva. It's got um Charles Barkley. I mean, I might watch it eventually. It's kind of it's like it's like Star Wars for me. I've never seen Star Wars either, but I know the the story. See, I, I know that kind of stuff because I'm a pop culture person. And so like I know the premise of things. I know you hate that. I'm not a pop culture person as we've discussed on a previous I know. episode. But like, like there are things that oh come up. I watch Jeopardy a lot. There are things that come up in Jeopardy I've never seen, but I know the premise of them just because I'm aware of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like working in this field you are aware of a lot. Like I look at I think you have to be. every day. Yeah. It's just like even it's, if it's just like headlines or scrolling through Twitter and just seeing it and it just kind of clicks eventually. Yeah, it's it's super weird because I don't feel like I consume as much news now as I did before. But I and I don't really like that. Like I like consume like I liked knowing things. That's I mean that's a huge thing. <laughs> I, I, that sounds really bad. I like knowing things. I like knowing more than other people. But um, I like being better than all of you. I like being better than everyone else. Um, I, I'm elite. Did you see that? Did, did I share that uh, that tweet with you that uh, some political pundit said that journalists are like the nation's oh, elite? Did I share yeah. that with you? Yeah. 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 I was like, am I? I didn't. I forgot. I must have missed that memo. I haven't got that part of my check yet. Yeah. Um, it's but yeah. No, like I, I like. I like. Yeah, uh, I like consuming. Like I like knowing what's going on, and I think that's that's a cool thing about being in the business. Is especially if you're in a newsroom, is you just pick up things like just walking around, talking to the city person or the copy editor or, or whatever. You pick up things as it happens. Yeah. I Not on that. purpose. Like you don't necessarily want to know, but you know. Oh, yeah. The thing with me too is like sometimes people will ask me like if I like to read books, just like in general conversation or like what's the last book you read or what's your favorite right. book. I don't read a lot of books just because I'm like reading other stuff all the time. Right, 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 right. Like right. newspapers and stories and stuff like that. So I'm still like reading stuff. It's just not – the Nicholas Sparks. I haven't picked up Dear John in a couple days now. So that's what you go to. No, I mean the movies. I had. It's funny. I had. I was gonna say I know you were joking, but part of me doesn't know. <laughs> um, I have. I had a couple students who were like, probably three or four, who were like super heavy readers. And they would always like ask me like what I've read, and I would always say things that like I read in high school because I just I don't have time to read anymore. And they're like, Sir Dixon, do you not 
read? And I'm like, I mean, I I do. I just don't read books. Yeah. Like, I, I did undergrad. I did grad school, and I worked at a newspaper. I've read newspapers and academic books for the last, like, seven years. Yeah. I do regret, like, going through high school and never actually really reading the books. I did AP English, like, every chance I could. I passed. I passed the AP test. I didn't really read the books, though. One of my teachers called me on it one That's time. That's because the movie's always right. better than the book. I don't watch it's movies. Not true. It's not true. I know you don't watch movies. Bottom line, you need to watch Space Jam. I will schedule a road trip to Bowling Green if that means you will watch Space Jam. I mean, maybe. I just have no desire to watch it. It, it like doesn't excite me at all. It's got Charles Barkley. So... So does NBA on TNT or whatever the show is called. I know, and it's super great because great. I will watch NBA on TNT just for Charles Barkley. Also, did you watch the match this week? I don't know if – I know that's not like a huge thing for a lot of people, but it had Josh Allen, so that's why I watched it, and that's why I really cared. I didn't, but you told me about it, and yeah. I like I like read about it. I watched some of the highlights and stuff, and I wish I did watch it because it seemed extremely it it was super funny because, like, I know they were kind of, like, playing it up a little bit. And I feel like each – everybody kind of, like, played up to who they were. Like, everybody talked about Tom Brady's the GOAT. He's the – he did this and that. Like, Aaron Rodgers is, like, that kind of cool guy that – what did I say on Twitter? That, like, weird uncle that always smells weird and drinks out of a paper sack or something. I could see that. And it was super good. I, and it also had um, Charles Barkley, J.J. Watt, um, Ernie, who's great on NBA on TNT, and then uh, Trevor Immelman was like their golf person. And hearing like Charles Barkley and them interact, because Charles Barkley is obviously a golfer, not a great one. Um, but that, and one of the funny things he said, because he says funny things all the time, was – He's like, I know I'm not a good golfer. I know how to be a good golfer. I'm just not. Like he goes, I know what I'm supposed to do. I just, I, I just don't do it. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's pretty poignant. But yeah, no, the match was great. It was pretty like, besides the entertainment, it was like a good match too, wasn't it? Because it, yeah. it was match play. It was Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, so Josh it, Allen and Pat Mahomes, right? It wasn't. Yes, it was. It was match play. But they each played their own ball, and then the best score between them, that was their team score. Yeah. So, like, if Josh Allen and Mahomes – if Allen got a three and Mahomes got a four, they would go with the Allen's three. Yeah. And Josh Allen had a, a long putt that almost fell in. Ooh. Was it the last hole? The last hole. That would have <laughs> yeah. um, put the pressure on Rodgers and Brady to make the putt yeah. that Rodgers eventually made to win the match. Yeah, yeah. about a 15-footer for Brady. Yeah, that was the only thing that I think Josh Allen did in the match. He did not play well. And that's one thing he said over and over was he did not play well. Yeah. But man, the thing that amazes me too about these guys is they're just so good athletically. Like yeah. these guys are hitting shots that like normal people would dream of hitting. And this isn't even well, the sport they're a pro at. Like I know um my brother is friends with uh Kyle Williams, former Buffalo Bill LSU uh Tiger. Uh he was a a D lineman and he played in the US amateur four ball championship in Oregon one year. Um, like 
I'm trying to think. There was another one the other day. Tony Romo is a really good golfer. That one doesn't surprise me at all. Um, shout out EIU. Um, trying to think of some other. Chris Paul, super good bowler. Oh, uh, Mookie Betts, real good bowler too. I oh yeah, Mookie Betts too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mookie Betts too. I think, I think Nelly is also a very good bowler. You don't remember? I think Nelly's I saw time. him on like. You know, we talked about this like three bowling. weeks ago, right? From St. Louis, right? Okay. You remember yeah, what their remember group it. is called? Nope. Nope. I just know Nelly. The St. Lunatics. Murphy Lee. Yeah. I didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah. No. No. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm not man. from that area. I don't know, man. I mean, but it's cool because. Otto Porter is from this area, and we get to watch him in the finals. Yeah, he's have from, you been keeping up with that? Um, I'm watching it now. I keep up with it because I'm a degenerate gambler. Um, but I also like the NBA. I like basketball. A uh, little shocked about game one. But, um, yeah, no, Otto Porter from went to Scott County Central, which is about 40, 30 minutes maybe from where I am right now. Um. Yeah, I mean, he was a big deal whenever he was in high school. Uh, who else? I also saw Jason Tatum whenever he was in high school, whenever he played for Chaminade. Him and uh, remember Harry Giles Giles? Uh, also, that sounds really familiar. Also played at Duke with with uh, him. He tore his ACL senior year of high school. Um, I saw them play Father Tolton in Columbia, Missouri, and Michael Porter Jr., in Highlands, Illinois, and Jason Tatum and Chaminade won. And I knew that Jason Tatum was going to be a big deal when after the game, like on the speakers, <laughs> I hear Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum. And I'm like, what is happening? And it was a rap song about Jason Tatum. When he was in high school? Yes. That's impressive. I, Yeah. With a quick look at the rosters, I haven't watched any of these guys play at any point other than on TV right now. I did, uh, though, hold the door for Brad Stevens one time, the um, president of basketball operations for the Celtics, and he did not say thank you. Where did you hold the door for him at? Uh, it was post-game for a Celtics game back when I was an intern at the TV station in Boston. Um, I just happened to be standing by the door when he was leaving, and I held it for him. I mean, it was right he after. Like, I, didn't, I didn't expect him to say it or anything. But. Did he like acknowledge it all? No, I don't think he even looked at me. So he just thought that the door just. <laughs> I so in like his mind, stopped. the door just opened. I think so. He, like he was in like, his alternate universe, it was an automatic door, but he's wrong. <laughs> it was just a Jared. Yeah, yeah. That was that's basically sums it up. Man, did I ever tell you about? Uh, my first time in a professional locker room during that internship? No. All right. It was a Bruins game. And you know how the big thing in hockey in the locker rooms is not to step on the logo that they make extremely large and put in the middle of the floor of the locker room, which is stupid in and of itself. I would assume, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I go in the locker room, first time ever in a pro locker room. Uh, this was during my internship, too. I'm with a camera guy, 
he had never done it before either. We don't know what we're doing, really. We're just kind of winging it. Um, I go talk to Tori Krug, defenseman for the Bruins, go to Tukarask after that, Ooh, and then um, go over to Matt Bolesky, who's like a young kid at the time. He was like my age. And after he gets done talking, it starts to clear up, and I'm like standing there with the camera guy trying to figure out where we're going to go next. And Bolesky looks at me, and he goes, don't step on the B. I was like, uh, okay. He's like, no, don't step on the B. I saw you step on the B. I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, don't step on it. And then he just walks away. I was like, what just happened, man? I reviewed the footage after. I did step on it. I didn't think I did, but I did. That was my bad. It's a stupid what? thing. They had just lost. They just got blown out by the Canadians, too. It was just like their second game of the year and they got blown out in both of them so i'm like bro i think you got bigger fish to fry what was was that the weirdest like interview thing never happened to you um because my weirdest one is hockey related also yeah probably what's yours i think we've talked about this recently it was when I was in Owensboro, so it was in the last couple years, they they have a hockey team and they play. I forgot Kentucky something hockey, whatever. But it's they were back to back. Now they're back to back to back state champions. At this point, they just won their second state championship. And I'm with a area TV person, and we're interviewing two players after the game. One is the goalie, and one is, um, I think, a forward or something. And we, we get set up, and I'm like, I tell the guys, I'm like, hey, just look at him. He's got the TV camera. It's fine. And so, like, I'm kind of, like, holding my phone, recording. So the guy starts asking his first question. He goes, hey, so-and-so, the goalie's name. He goes, man, that – he goes, you were on fire tonight. He goes, you were stopping everything. It's like that second period, you had X amount of saves. I mean, what the F was going on? And um, he said F. And this is a this is a family friendly podcast. So yeah, family fill, friendly. fill in the blanks. Yeah, the F does not stand for family or friendly or fun in this situation. It stands for fudge. And the other kid looked at me and his eyes got like super big, like, and I'm like, and, and, and I don't know how the, I don't know how the interview continued. I honestly don't. It was, I was rattled. I was really rattled. That was That's, one of the weirder ones I've ever had. That is wild. I could see like talking to someone like before or after an interview. Yeah. Like I talk to people like that all the time. But yeah, not like when, when the recorder's going, we know like, all right. And also, and also, this was a high schooler. These were two high school kids that we were interviewing also. <clears throat> One of the ones that sticks out to me was my first time in the Bengals locker room. I went up to a lot of Bengals games when I was working in Maysville about an hour away. So I'd go up on Sundays. It was my first fall there. Uh, I think they'd already played a couple games. Uh, do you remember Pac-Man Jones? Of course I remember Pac-Man Jones. Yeah, Pac-Man Jones. I think he was suspended or something the first few games or hurt. Yeah, he, something. he did a lot. But, yeah, that's why I went suspended first. Um, but after he he'd played in that game, it was his first game of the year, 
he got beat on a couple of deep balls. And I'm standing there with, you know, all the other reporters in the little scrum like they do in the, in the big leagues. And one of the things I just remember him saying was, man, I thought I was in shape, but I guess I got to do some more effing running. And he also did not say effing. He, uh, this is family friendly podcast. So right. Yeah. I was like, like I, everybody's recorder up there. I was like, wow. Okay. He doesn't care at all. I remember, um, this was again, when I was in Owensboro, this was during a game, but this talks about like athletes talking, saying things to each other. And this, this was a, a game with the, um, the sim, the pro team in Owensboro. And I forgot who they were playing. And the guy had like just started, like that was his second game back or something. And he had like 30 something that night and get up with like 40 that night. And he's running down one point and he hits a shot and he goes, yo, bro. He goes, I've been on the couch. He goes, you've been working out. I've been on the couch and I'm still doing this. And I'm like, it's harsh, man. So harsh. But I love, I wish I could remember all those stories, man. They eventually start to fade. Yeah. That happens whenever you get older. Yeah. It sucks. Don't get older kids. Yeah, forever. Peter Pan. I made a Ponce de Leon joke on Twitter the other day, and no one got it. Yeah, I missed that too. It's okay. It was a tweet about Adam Wainwright about how he's doing really good because he's old. Not because he's old, but in addition to being old. And I said, I thought the Cardinals traded Ponce de Leon. Or got rid of Ponce de Leon because they used to have a pitcher named Daniel Ponce de Leon. Oh yeah, and they, and they traded him and Fountain View the Ponce de Leon. Yeah, it's just too sophisticated of a joke for your audience. Yeah, I was a history major for a couple weeks. A couple weeks was that one of the uh, segments or? Uh, no, that was one of the goals for for one of my during my time in junior college. My illustrious time in junior college, but huh. that's a, that, that's for another time. That's for another time. We don't have enough time to talk about junior college, Tyler. It was a wild time. You know what? We do have time to talk about our prize pick of the week, given to anybody we want to give it to, or anyone, any anything we they did that was good and or not good, but we just want to recognize them. Do you have one? I do. I, I don't know if we mentioned on the podcast. I am Catholic. I taught at a Catholic school this last year. was raised Catholic, baptized in the church, been Catholic my entire life. Um, I saw a post that some of the women from the parish when I was a child went up to celebrate Father Bill McGee, who was the priest at uh, St. Mary when I was growing up, celebrate 40 years as being a priest. I think that's a long time. 40 years anything is a long time. Um. And I just want to give a shout out to him. I haven't seen him in a long time, um, but he had a huge impact on me growing up just because, I mean, I was a server in church. Like I was an altar boy like that. What my mom did CYO Catholic youth organization, and she would do meetings and him and I would hang out and talk about things. And, and yeah, I just want to give a shout out to him 40 years um, in the priesthood. I think that's awesome. So yeah, shout out, shout out Father Bill. Also, 
could play the sh- shit out of an accordion. Oh, the accordion is such an underrated instrument. I know, I know. Like, I, know. I wish I could just... See, you couldn't see that on the screen, but I was making the mo- the movements. Oh, it, it looked provocative. I'm not going to lie to you. I know, because all you could see almost, was just, like, the parts of Almost it. as good as the screen grab from last week. That was just you just completely strung out. I showed it to my mom, and she goes, is he okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. He just caught him at a really bad moment. But Jared yeah. McDonald, who is your prize pick of the week? I've also got one that's had a very important impact on my life. It's the Birmingham Stallions. My USFL team that we picked at, at the very first episode of the Meet the Press podcast. Uh, it was the first week of the year that weekend. First week for the USFL to be back. And we picked our favorite teams. And I said mine was going to be the home team, the Birmingham Stallions. They got oh. a big win over New Orleans this weekend, 10-9, to move to 8-0, setting up a big-time matchup. 10-9. It sets up a big-time matchup next week, the Birmingham Stallions against your Houston Gamblers, who lost again this weekend to fall to 1-7. and Don't call to come back. How many games are there in this season? Are there 16? Uh, I don't know. I bet they're not. I, I, I haven't followed 16. at all. I think they enter the playoffs like next week, maybe. I don't probably. I'm going to say it's two weeks because there's no way at one and seven we're hanging out in the playoffs. Well, there's only eight, eight teams, ten teams. I guess yeah, right. yeah, eight teams. So it's. Uh, I want to go not... back to this ten nine. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I haven't watched. Any That's time. a weird football score. I mean, granted, it's a touchdown, field goal, three field goals, but I just feel like 10-9 is a weird is a weird football score. It's tough to follow along. I forget that they're playing every Awful. Week. But the Stallions are my team. We can go back. We can review the tapes. It's me saying I'm a, I'm a Stallions fan for life. We don't have to review the tapes. But if you, you want to, hurt. if you want to review the tapes, if you're one of those people, Go back, find that episode of the Meet the Press podcast. You can find any episode of the Meet the Press podcast. You know, just ours, Tyler and I talking. You can find our few guest episodes that we've done with Brad Stevens and Pedro Bradshaw, you know, and others. Ed Marlowe. Ed Marlowe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who else have we had on? Ed Marlowe. Um, love that shout out. I love that you were using people. I was like, what did we talk about? Because, like, I know the Derby, I know Pedro. But yeah, any of them you can find. On Facebook, YouTube, you can listen to the podcast on Apple, on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 